Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Uh, let's talk with Steve. Well, I see we got uh, Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop. So hang on, Steve. He just came onto the screen okay. there. And I do a sp- have a question for him also, Randy. A uh, split second ago, Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, uh, courtesy of hogville.net. And, Steve, uh, just go ahead and fire away for Kevin. Okay. Uh, first of all, the baseball players and owners, they can starve for all I care. But anyway, I uh, Kevin, my question to you, what's the situation on Anthony Black? Uh, <laughs> you know what? I mean, I've actually got, I've got some – I've got some updates on that. Um, Ooh. 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 Okay, that's all I have, You know guys. what? Thank you, Steve. Yeah, that was good timing. Uh, you know, I've been standing pat with my company line that Arkansas is not the front runner, but in a, in a mm-hmm. tight group of three at the top. But I, I felt like kind of on the outside looking in, I felt that way for a while. Yeah. I'm probably not going to make an amendment on that for now. But I will say Arkansas you know, really been pursuing him behind the scenes and kind of try to keep it off the radar. They'd love to have him on campus this weekend or for the Kentucky game the following weekend. They're, they're working hard to do that. Um, you know, I've got multiple sources that believe he they'll get him on campus maybe as soon as this weekend. But, um, you know, right now I, I'm not willing to step out and say that he'll for sure be in town. Um, but Arkansas's got a bunch of pro hogs coming in. We did tip that off a couple of days ago. Yeah. And what a what, you know what a weekend to have an Anthony Black on campus if you could get him, uh, because here's a young man that's a five star. He's a McDonald's All American, and when you start talking that level of prospect, Nick Smith Jr., Jordan Walsh, you're talking about not only NIL but one and done. You know, projecting to the next level in the next in the first draft in a year. What better opportunity than to be able to talk to to guys that have come through the program and had success? Bobby Portis won a title and. Moses Moody, he'll be on campus, by the way, also, and, and just was it taking him a draft lottery, the first one in on Everett, Arkansas. So it would be a great opportunity to have them, have him come in. Um, you know, Gonzaga, Oklahoma State, the usual characters, pro opportunities are there for him. Uh, you know, he may be getting to some point in time where he's wanting to figure out what he's going to do and, and making a commitment announcement. It could be soon. You just never know, but I know Arkansas hasn't given up, and we've always said until he makes a decision and announces it, you pursue that player. You, you go after him because you've had him on campus for an official visit, and everything I was told is that went great. I think he even liked it better than some of his other visits on teams he still has in his, that he's considering. So if Arkansas can get him on campus, and that's what they're trying to do, uh, it's real tight-lipped right now on the official front on that. I just know that it's in the works, and, and we'll see what happens, whether it's this weekend or next or ever. You know what they ought um, to tell him, but, Kevin? They ought to tell him, because you've already got a, you know, the number two or three recruiting class. You've got to tell him, and we've petitioned the NCAA for a game next year where there's going to be three basketballs, so everybody will get their share. Sure. <laughs> Cause um, there's a lot I'll of talent. Say, you know, just two basketballs. <laughs> there's a, Let's list a three. Lot. Going to be a lot of talent on campus with one basketball, that's for sure. Here's the reality for these players. And a lot of these kids that went to Kentucky and Duke, when they started bringing in multiple five-stars, 
there's a reality that when you get to the next level, you're trying to be a one and done. Everybody's a star at the next level. Not everybody's going to be the leading scorer. Not everybody's going to be the superstar. Yeah. Uh, but it's a chance to make really good money, and your ultimate goal is the NBA and be part of something that, that you know, they only have 450 players a year. That sounds like a lot, but it's really not when you think about no. it. It's a global game now, and they That's pull right. from all over the planet in terms of the players that are in the league. And so you're going to have to start playing with other five stars at some point. Might as well be now. And Arkansas is starting to get that message out um, because they're, you know, they brought in Nick, they're getting Nick Smith Jr., who, by the way, today, guys, Naismith Trophy released its finalist list uh, for National High School Player of the Year down to five. They whittled it down to five. Nick Smith is on that list, uh, which which I fully expected would happen, but it did. And so that was something that came out today. And a couple other pieces of news. We know Nick and Jordan Walsh, Layden Blocker, class of 2023, top 35 player out of Little Rock, who's at Sunrise Christian in Wichita, Kansas. His brother, who's at Little Rock Christian, Landron Blocker, class of 2024, we know those four players are coming in for the Arkansas-Kentucky game. We've reported that. But today, Brandon Garrison, the 6'9", top 50 player in the 2023 class at Arkansas, just offered. He took an unofficial visit back in December. He just told me a few minutes ago he will also be. He also plans to be in for the Arkansas-Kentucky game on February 26th. We know of at least five players that weekend. The biggest problem with getting guys on campus on Saturdays right now is that a lot of these players and teams – are off the Tuesday and Friday schedule. They're starting to play their district tournaments or regional mm-hmm. tournaments, or they have makeup games. And so some of those things are conflicting because some of those games are being played on weekends. So some of these plans may change as we move forward. But right now, at least five players that I know of are coming in for Arkansas, Kentucky. A bunch of pro hogs this Saturday for Arkansas, Tennessee. Um, and then you've got Anthony Black out there somewhere, the five-star that, I, that everybody would love to get in Arkansas, just might have a chance to get him back on campus here soon. Okay, back to Anthony Black. Is he still, or is is Oklahoma State still basically the, the so-called favorite? Watching them play the other night, I don't know how you can make them your favorite if you're a five-star unless you just figure, okay, if I go to Oklahoma State, if I'm Anthony Black, I mean, they're going to build everything around me. I'll get as many shots as I want. I'll get as much playing time as I want because I'm not competing with other five stars. That 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 roster, whew, that didn't look very good. At least they were playing Kansas. I realize Kansas is really good. I just wasn't impressed overall with what I saw as even the prospects next year uh, for Oklahoma State. And they're on probation right now. They're not going to be playing in this year's NCAA tournament. I'm sure they'll be eligible to play next year. Yeah. So you got so many things factoring into what players do now. You know, Cade Cunningham followed his brother, right? They hired his brother, uh, one and done, top player, top drafted player. There's NIL out there. Who knows what what pot sweeteners there are for these players right now. But Oklahoma State's been tied to him for a long time in terms of folks thinking he's going to go there, that it looks like maybe not. The wind has blown in both directions in many different ways over these last few months as far as his, his relationship with Oklahoma State, I don't know if they're the favorite or not right now, Randy, because the longer he goes without making commitment, you have to wonder how strong is his feelings toward anything or any school mm-hmm. uh, or option. You know, Gonzaga was a place that a lot of people feel like maybe may be the front runner, but everything I heard on the, you know, just kind of back channeling after the fact, he liked his Arkansas visit from when I was told better than the Gonzaga visit. I mean, 
Was that something that was that an initial reaction? Did he did he digest all of it and think about it and mull it over and and later on he maybe what didn't feel so strongly that way? Who knows? Because the time continues to kind of drag on when we start thinking relative to other guys that not only made their decisions in Nick Smith and Jordan, but they signed early. That was in November. Now we're you know in February heading to you know postseason not only high school but for college. And then these players, once they make decisions, they'll be moving in late May, early June to their college destination. So there's not a lot of time left. Um, and certainly he's still got the pro options, too. We haven't really talked much about that. But you've got that you know, NBL league out in Australia that's lured some of the top players in the last few years right out of high school. You've got the G League opportunities. Uh, you know, there's other stuff out there. So we just have to see you know, how serious can Arkansas get its – you know, name back in in the pot for him. If you get him back on campus, obviously there's there's something there, and that's what we're keeping eyes on right now because it's what less than forty eight hours when Arkansas will play Tennessee. So if he's going to come this weekend, we ought to ho- hopefully hear something soon. All right, some question marks surrounding Anthony Black whether or not he'll visit this weekend. We know he is the class of twenty twenty two. What about the other kids coming? Uh, visiting this weekend, are they the class of 2023? Yeah, I mean, you've got several players that are still figuring out if they're coming um, this weekend. And, again, a lot of that has to do with their schedules and other stuff that's going on. A lot of these kids are really wanting to come in for the Arkansas-Kentucky game. I'm getting the feeling that some of them are hedging their bets on which one to get to. Um you know, I mean, Nick Smith Jr. had planned to be here this weekend for Arkansas-Tennessee. He will be on hand for Arkansas-Kentucky, but he's got a makeup game against Conway that starts an hour before Arkansas-Tennessee. So there's some other kids in 23 and 24 that, I've, that have given me feedback that they're on the fence and still figuring out what their coach and, and, and parents are going to do about getting up to the, either one of these games. I'm just trying to narrow this down for Tony. Tony usually wants to know – precisely what class is involved and uh you're mentioning <laughs> 23s and now you kind of mixed in maybe the possibilities of some 24s i think the other yes. part that that easily uh is uh easy to understand these will all be unofficial none of these will be an right. actual official visit well, well remember two 23s and a 24 that have that are planning to come to the kentucky game but, but there's several 23s and 24s that are still figuring out, are they going to be able to make it to Tennessee? Are they going to still try to work it out for, for the Kentucky game? And I don't. And some of these are out of state, so they're, they're obviously they're not likely to be able to try to hit both. So I'm, I'm still waiting on some final words on that. Uh, some of this stuff, again, because of this time of year, is up in the air because of the, how scheduling is working with postseason play and some of these makeup games. All right, hang on, Kevin. We've got to take a break. We'll come back with Hoop Scoop, better known as Kevin McPherson, courtesy of Hogville.net. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment. All right, back to Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. Let's check in with Tim. Tim, good afternoon. Do you have a question or comment for Kevin? Yes, sir, I've got a question. Uh, I've heard, you know, like everyone else that keeps up with recruiting, I've heard uh, everything about all oh, the top seven or eight recruits. And what a great class we've had and everything else. But during all this time, I don't think I've ever read or heard one word, unless it was very early in the process, 
about Creed Williamson. Has he vanished at all from the screen about, uh, you know, recruits that we're after? You know, Arkansas has signed up. Um, Arkansas's taking a different tack, I think, with its high school recruiting. You typically, you don't see Mussman sign up five like he did in the early period. He's done that. I think it's going to be mostly portal vision in the spring. We just talked about Anthony Black, a five-star. That's obviously a game-changing type of player, so Arkansas's not done there yet, I don't think. Uh, but, you know, as far as Creed and some of the other players in a really deep and good 2022 class, um, you know, so these are Division One prospects. Some of them have had high major looks. You know, Creed had offers uh, months ago from Arkansas, St. John's, Kansas was showing interest. You know, my guess is with Creed, he's probably there's a chance um, that that he could do a prep school type of thing. Um, you know, he, he and his folks, Corliss Williamson, of course, the icon, big nasty, one of the top players to ever come out of the state. Uh, we've been talking so much about Nick Smith. Corliss and Nick are probably the most decorated players come out of the state, come out of high school, but they kind of keep things, uh, you know, close to the vest and his recruiting information. Uh, so we'll see how it plays out for, for Creed. But I, I do, you know, from this vantage point, I don't think he's in Arkansas's plans and vice versa. But we know how the nature of basketball is now. You never say never. A lot of player movement. There's a transfer portal. So Arkansas recruits now, even high school kids that it may not sign right now because you never know what's going to happen later on. And so, you know, kind of a long long way around it to get to Creed. I, you know, I don't see him in Arkansas's plans anytime soon. Um, but, but, you know, he's a very good player uh, and a guy that I think is going to end up being a good Division One player somewhere at some point. Um, and I will mention this, too, about recruiting right now. I think when you start looking at uh, the, the players that Arkansas has already signed um, and they're now getting into their postseason – um, there's going to be some other opportunities, I think, um, for, for fans to get out and see these players, even if they can't get to, to high school games or, tur- or tournament games. Just a reminder, and I'm not doing this as a pitch, but Real Deal on the Rock returns to spring action late March. Um, and one of the events that's part of that is called the Mike Conley Jr. All-Star Game. And typically Bill Ingram, who's the director, does a really good job of rounding up um, some of the best players in the Arkansas signed class and trying to get them on the same team to have an all-star game against another team, another state's Division One players, maybe out of Tennessee is typically who they play a group from there. So we'll see, you know, you know, at that point you're fans of what you know, they're interested in who are the next recruits. But at the same time, a lot of fans here locally haven't seen some of these guys, and they certainly haven't seen them on the floor together. So we're going to keep an eye on that and report back when we can to see what uh, Arkansas – sign class will be able to do in terms of maybe playing in that all-star event before they get to Fayetteville. Um, so I thought I'd put that in there as well. Is the prep school route for Creed right now, though, the best route uh, to improve his status with the high majors? I mean, this would this would give him another year of maturity, another year of growth. Uh, would that be the best route for him right now, another year of prep school? There are so many different ways to, to to showcase yourself, and that's one way to do it. Uh, it would it would allow him to have another spring and summer participating in the grassroots circuits as well if he went that route. Some players make those have those intentions, and they get into the spring and summer, and they do so well that it's you know that that they get an offer that they want, and they don't, and they end up 
able to go ahead and, and get in with the school later than you know than the kids that signed early that move on to their campuses in May and June, in, uh, early June. So you might have a player. It happens every year. We see this happen with players. It was Oz McBride a few summers ago. It was DJ Smith who ended up at Little Rock with the Trojans last year. Uh, so something like that could pan out and play out. So yeah, that's a good way to do that. He he's got some opportunities to to you know accept some Division One offers now. Um, but but however they want to play it, whatever their decision making is, uh, we're you know, obviously we'll find out soon enough. But uh, I do know there are some Div- Division One schools that like to sign him now. Uh, but I think there may be an opportunity for him to to look at those other options that we just talked about because of the extra exposure. You have to remember Creed didn't have a spring and summer grassroots for a couple of years. And part of that was his move back from with his dad back to central Arkansas. And so uh, we'll see if he det- if that's the decision they make. This is from our Asher Record Service Company live feed feedback. Max says Anthony Black rivals says down to Gonzaga and Oklahoma State. Yeah, so you've got different. You've got different. So what? And there's another service out there that's got Arkansas predicted at seventy six percent. His recruiting has been truly an enigma because there's just not a lot that comes from him and his and his camp in terms of you know expressing where things are and you know uh, as far as favorites. Uh, There's people with opinions on it. You know, he, he had a longer journey than Nick Smith Jr. did in terms of getting his eligibility worked out at Duncanville. A lot of that played out after the season had already started. Nick's got cleared up before it actually started. So, you know, there, there's just a lot of speculation about what he's going to do. Um, I just know for a fact that Arkansas has never given up, and you have to recruit that way. I mean, if you look at the way Eric Mussman does things, I mean, you know, he applies that philosophy just about everything he does i mean you know if you look at his teams they didn't they didn't lay down when things didn't go right they got things fixed and fixed in a big way and i think in recruiting you have to continue to stay at it even again even guys that you may not have a chance at now things might work out later or guys that you don't necessarily can sign now you might get back in the portal some other way so i think they see all angles on this and that's why they're having success on and off the court this also from our Asher Record Service Company live in Feedback Woodstock says, when recruiting a five-star, are we only selling them a one-and-done situation, or can you recruit them for an opportunity to win championships? Well, I think it's both. I mean, Musselman isn't building a program long-term. He, he turns and burns half his roster on an annual basis. So you're, you're telling a guy, look, we, we can have fast success here, and we know what your goals are. I think you have to, with the NBA background too, not only of Musman but some of his staffers, you have to sell the idea that you know you know you, you know how to help these players get to that next level because that's where they all want to be. And there is a reality that not everybody's going, so you have to sell the other things too. Look, we're, here's what we can do for you for NIL. Here's how we can help you get better if it doesn't work out in a year. We we know the long term road as well as maybe a, a, a you know a, a faster road to get there. Um, so, you know, they probably have to lay out different levels of what they can offer because not everything's going to work out the same way for everybody. even five stars. A lot of these top 25 McDonald's All-Americans, there's a good number of them that don't make it big ever. Some not right away. Um, so, yeah, I think they've got to put more than one option on the table in terms of what they can deliver. All right, Kevin, we will talk with you next week. That is Kevin McPherson, better known as 
Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. Up next, Trade Media of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Escher Wrecker Service. 